Welcome back to Piano Method Madness. My name is G. Absolute. And today we're going to review exercise eight in the book. Uh, exercise eight is entitled Flexibility, and it covers uh, the finger emotions of, uh, of the right hand, of fingers two, three, four, and five. Uh, I think of all the lessons so far that, I've, uh, that we've, re we've reviewed, this one has got to be my most favorite. It, it, because it, it really got me to move my fingers on my right hand. And it was fun to play, and I hope it's fun for you as you go over it. Now, let's get started. This exercise eight brings back a familiar but new bass line pattern. It's a, uh, you probably, it, it, it'll probably remind you of exercise two, three, and four, I believe, that we've uh, played through earlier in, in, in the book, because it has uh, notes double notes for the bass line being covered and played by fingers two and five or one and five which we've done before so enough talk let's go over it so let's look at the first measures one through four let's look at the bass line we have gd ge gf and ge so let's play it it goes Sing along. G D G G E G G F G G E. Those were the fingers being uh, playing through it. So let's play it. So uh, that's what it does for the first four measures of this exercise. Now between measure four and five, the bass line does a hop. And by now, hops should not scare you anymore. <laughs> All you should be concerned with is uh, how far do you need to hop. So let's play measure four and going in, which is a G7, and take it into measure five, which is a C7. So here we go. We're going. happens right here it goes so let's review the bass line so you have C G C A C B flat C A that's what's being played there the first one is with the notes two and five on the fingers and then from that CG, from CG to CA, which is the one and five, the thumb and the pinky. One and five with uh, CB. And one and five when you come back down to CA. So it does it twice. Had a little minor flub, but that's okay. It's gonna happen while you practice C. So from there, we're gonna jump back down, which. We're getting off of measure six and back to the number measure number seven, which is back to the G seven bass line. So let's go. 
down to GD. Now here's another hop in measure number eight to measure nine, which is from G7 to the D7. I'm going to play it. It goes to D7. Here we go. Hop. So I'm playing here. It goes D A D B D C D B, and we're a small jump to back to C seven, C G, C A. Now a big jump back to G7. And to close it out in measure 12, which you're familiar with, it goes D, C, C, or D flat, D, D. So let's play the whole thing through and see what we got. that was the baseline that was the baseline and one thing I have to do say about it it has the same feel as the previous one it has the dot like as the previous exercise had a dotted quarter note and an eighth note on the end it's played almost identically or it should be played identically where you lay into that first quarter note it goes you see that lay into it and relax into it just Kind of get your attitude on this lean, this thing. <laughs> I was kind of chuckling. It kind of helps to make a stink face when you're playing this. Like, like you, you just can't believe the groove is that good. Just. Yeah, if you can only imagine me and see what my expression is like as I played that, those first four first couple of measures there. Let's uh, look at uh, the, the right hand, the melody portion of this. Let's take a look at the melody portion of this. Uh, the melody works fingers two, three, four, and five, as I said before, but it is very repetitious. Its goal is to strengthen the fingers in the right hand. It has very little note expansion, as you'll see it when we begin to play it. But the first four measures are the same Measures five and six is a hop to C to C seven back to G seven for measures seven and eight. D seven has one measure C seven C seven uh, measure ten has one um, C seven. 
and then you're back to G7 and measure 11 and close it out with D, uh, D7 again. But here, here's the, uh, the crux of the exercises. Measures one through four, the melody does this. B, D, 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 B, D. That's all it's doing. That's all the right hand is doing. But the challenge is you're switching the fingers that land on D. And let's look at measure number one, for example. You have finger one on the B, finger two lands on the D. Then it comes back to finger number one to close out that triplet. And then you have three land on the D, one is still on the B, four lands on the D, that close out the second triplet. You have finger number one on the B, D is finger number five, back to number one. That closes out the third measure. Then you have finger number four, finger number one, and finger number three to close that out, the fourth uh, triplet. So let's try to play it. It goes. Again, start this thing out very slowly because at first you're going to be thinking about the letter, the finger placement. So you're going to do, be doing a lot of thinking until you get the skill and your fingers become very automated. So I'm going to play this whole thing through and indicating where the hops happen so you can be prepared for it. So let's uh, go ahead and play it slowly. you have that finger on uh, the D with finger number three that's when you move slide the thumb under your third finger your middle finger to get to the E so we go E G E G E G E G E G E G same thing for uh, measure number six it's doing the same thing have it now measure number six that last measure it goes five three two so it goes G E C so your your pinkies on that G middle fingers on that E and then you have the C here but the funny thing is you can also interchange you can interchange the uh, the E with the one if you don't want to. You can go five, one, two, and it'll give you the same result. But I prefer to go five, three, two, because I have big hands and it helps me to lead me to measure number seven. So let's play number six again. So we have E, G, E, G, E, G. That brings you back to that B because if you have a finger number two on that C here your thumb is ready to land on that B again so let's continue playing that let's do that let's do measures five and six again and lead into um, measures seven and eight 
right here. So here we, here's a uh, measure number eight. It, there's a finger on that uh, last eighth note that uh, helps you to transcend or transcend into measure number nine, which is a D. So let's play number eight again. It goes B D B D B D B D B D B, and here finger number three goes to an F, which is a natural F. It cancels out. Here's the F. And we land finger number four on the F sharp. And finger number five is on an A. And finger number three lands back on that F sharp. A, two is on the F sharp. Five is still on the A. Your thumb lands on the F sharp. A, finger number two on the F sharp. And then you go A, F, A, F, D. So you have fingers five, three, one, A, F, D. And that leads you into me measure number 10. So let's play measure eight through 10 again. So here we go. See that that happened? And it leads you back to the C7. There's a small change because you're playing now measure number 10 with your fingers starting off with finger number four instead of finger number one. So number four is on the E and the fifth finger is on G, so it goes three on E, five still on G, two on E, five still on G, one on E, five still on G, two on E, five still on G, three on E, two on C. So let's play it again, measure seven. Let's do actually do measure eight through measure 10. So it goes. Yeah, one more time.
you have it. Let's play this together. Now we're going to turn on the metronome to see what we can do. That was that that was that exercise at 75 beats per minute had a few minor flubs here and there but forgive me for that playing through this exercise just as you are so here we go let's play try to play it again we're gonna play it at 80 beats per minute you don't have to jump as high as I do you can go two or three beats per minute more at intervals if you if you don't feel comfortable with the same amount of speed I'm just doing it here simply for demonstration purposes so here we go bad not bad had a few minor flubs on that but what can you do <laughs> you just got to keep working at it so let's go up to 85 and see what we can do here beats per minute let's you know what let's try something insane let's just put it on 100 beats per minute and see what's if we can do it there that's wish me luck With the exception of um, between the flood between measure 11 and 12, I would say I didn't do too bad. But if you keep practicing, you can have this narrowed down to flawless. Like I said, I really do like this exercise. I, I do like it. Uh, it really helps work 
your right hand and frees your mind up to, uh, so you can take one step further into finger independence. Uh, just hang in there. That's it for the day. I'll see you next time and thank you for listening. This episode of The Black and White Struggle contains musical content from Basic Blues for Piano by Ron Payne. Copyright 1984 by Hal Leonard Corporation. International copyright security. All rights reserved. Used by permission of Hal Leonard, LLC. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of the book, the item number is 002-40075. It's available for purchase from your local music retailers for $24.99 US.